0: My birthday is coming this week, and uh, for the lack of a better subject, that's what we're going to talk about. Baby kangaroos. No, birthdays. We're going to talk about birthdays. I've got a new addition to my list of useless expressions. The list is getting big now, so I made an intro for it. The list of useless expressions. The list of useless expressions already includes, can I ask you a question? which is useless because I will only know if I want to hear that question once I know what the question is. It has, can I help, used by people in the cashier, which is useless because they pretty much have to help you. You can't get the stuff you want without them. And there's also, can I have, used by people buying things, because you're not exactly saying that you want the thing, you're just asking if they let you have it. And the latest addition to the list of useless expressions is... Everything and anything you say after happy birthday. Okay, anything except hugs and kisses. I'll make that exception. Everything else is just useless. Let's start with Facebook. People go on Facebook and they see their friends' birthdays and go on their profiles and they write happy birthday. And then they write something like have a nice day, which is useless. No, you don't have to wish them a nice day. You just wish them a happy day. It was seconds ago. You see, there's no point in wishing people a happy day and a nice day. I mean, if it's happy, I'm going to assume it's also nice, right? The thing is that happy birthday is such a powerful and self-contained message that anything that is said after that is just going to repeat the same message. Some other examples that I pull from Facebook are all the best, I wish you a great day, have a good one, Or even, take it easy. Hey, happy birthday. Take it easy. These are all useless. All of them. They're basically saying happy birthday one more time. Although I especially like have a good one. Hey, happy birthday. Have a good one. Because it seems there's some hidden meaning there. But I don't know what exactly. Have a good one. Have a good one? Okay, but I understand you guys. The fact that happy birthday is such a self-contained message means that it can also be a conversation stopper. Happy birthday gives a feeling of emptiness after you say it. You kind of want to keep the conversation going, you just don't know how. So you basically try to say the same thing as happy birthday, but in other words. And I don't know exactly who, but thanks someone for Facebook and chat because there were times where we had to say happy birthday over the phone and that was the worst of terrors. Because on the phone, you couldn't just say happy birthday and hang up. You had to make conversation. Every single happy birthday greeting I had to give over the phone went something like this. Hello? Hey, happy birthday! Hey, thank you! So... my um, year... What? I said uh, one more year, right? Yeah, that's right. Right, right. Another 365 days. <sighs> so, how are you? Oh, same as yesterday when I left you. Of course, of course, of course. Thank God damn it! say something. Maybe I could ask her how many years she turns? Ah, but it's a girl. I can't ask her about her age. I have nothing. Nothing. So... Uh, well, I have to go. I'll see you later, okay? Uh, okay, okay. Bye. Uh, have a good one. Man, those were hard times. Even in the happy birthday song, there's this feeling that there's really nothing left to say besides happy birthday. I mean, the song has four verses. The first verse says happy birthday. Happy birthday what? Happy birthday to you, which is both useless and stupid. Of course it's to them, to whom else is it gonna be? The second verse, it's completely different. It's happy birthday to you. Yeah. You could tell that whoever invented this song was really trying to rhyme with to you of the first sentence. The third verse is happy birthday, dear what's-his-name, because they figured out that they could put the person's name in there, so it wouldn't be completely boring. And for the fourth verse, they just didn't care anymore, and they just put happy birthday to you again. And this happens not only in English, but in most other languages as well. The French say joyeux anniversaire over and over. The Spaniards repeat cumpleaños feliz. The Italians repeat "Tanti auguri a te. And the Germans repeat... Zum Geburtstag viel Glück. Oh, those crazy Germans. They don't just wish you a happy birthday. They wish you good luck with that. But Portuguese is a brave exception. In fact, the Portuguese happy birthday song is a full fledged song that goes on and on and on. And when you think it's finally over, they suddenly find more of the song to sing. When the Portuguese finish singing happy birthday, usually the birthday boy or girl is sleeping all over the birthday cake. With our hair on fire from the candles. Birthdays are always times of doubt and indecision. Not only because you don't know what to say after happy birthday, but also because you don't always know what to give or what to receive on a birthday. It was so much easier when we were kids. We knew exactly what we wanted for our birthdays. We went to those toy catalogs from the supermarket and we put a check mark on every single toy in the catalog. It was so easy. Now that we're adults, people ask us what we want for our birthday and we don't know what to say. Last year, I started thinking aloud about what I wanted. A big house, a nice job, a wife and kids. And then my birthday came and I got the Da Vinci Code, which I had already read. So the next day, I had to go to the bookstore and exchange it for another book, just because I had a face seven years ago when I liked reading Dan Brown. They never forgave me for that. I like to think I'm pretty good in picking presents for people's birthdays, that I'm choosing the perfect match between the present and the person it's destined to. That's what I like to think, because I spend so many hours in the stores deciding on a perfect present that it better be worth it. But there is an art in choosing presents. Your level of friendship with the person is assessed when you're buying a present for them. There are no big restrictions where you're buying a present for family, but when it comes to friends, there's a whole set of rules. For example, the money you spend must be proportional to your level of friendship. If you spend too much, they might think you have second intentions. If you spend too less, it will just show you didn't waste much time thinking about them. Heart shapes or jewelry or anything near romantic is a big no-no, unless you really want to tell them that you're interested in them and the present must be something they like and that they don't already have even though you don't know them that well to guess what they like and you are perfectly conscious that in our adult days when you like something we just go and buy it for ourselves and while you'll be tempted to buy wine because they like wine and it's always a safe choice you just can't do it because wine is not a present wine is for the party so in the end i end up buying something like a Monty Python movie set because they never heard of Monty Python and everybody likes Monty Python, right? And in their birthday, I give them the present saying, I don't know if you like it. And they open the present and they don't say anything. But the look on their face just screams, What the hell is this? That's it for me is available for iOS and Android. For iOS, just search for That's it for me in the iTunes Store. For Android, open your favorite podcast app and subscribe to feeds.feedburner.com/That's it for me. That's it for me is brought to you by me. That's it for me. See you next week.